0: You're listening to The Uppercase Life, and I'm your host, Joseph Brewster. I'm going to let you listen to something for just a second, but I'm not sure if you're going to be able to hear it. It depends on where you are and what you're doing. You ready? Here we go. There you go, you probably during that moment heard cars or people talking or something going on in the environment around you because it's very difficult to be in a place where you really do get a chance to hear silence. However, silence is so vitally important both to our bodies and to our minds that I feel like it's worth taking a minute to talk about why silence is something you should pursue and how to go about doing that. Let me ask you, when was the last time you were in complete silence? That's really difficult to do. I live around a metro area, so even in my house, here in my home studio as I record this, sometimes I can't help but hear somebody peeling through the neighborhood with a muscle car or construction going on somewhere down the street. Silence is a valuable commodity that's hard to come by, but it is critical. And research shows that we need it I don't wanna go into all the health benefits today. You can Google that for yourself and it's well worth doing, but here are a few things you should know about the benefits to seeking out silence. For one thing, silence helps lower your blood pressure. Can you imagine all the noise and the things going on around you and just your mind constantly being on the ready to take action or to process information? It really is tiring in ways we don't appreciate until we have silence to show us the difference. So sometimes that silence just gives our body a break. Silence also helps us through stress. Uh, I know you probably don't deal with stress, but I do. And sometimes I really need a way to cope with that stress. And how do you go about coping with that stress? Now, we've talked about some ways of doing that here on this channel, but I would say that by and large, when we try to cope with stress, we probably go after it in unhealthy ways initially take some discipline to know how to cope with stress in good, healthy ways. But silence is one of those. Another thing that silence is really good at doing for us is that since our brain isn't actively having to to react to external stimuli, silence allows our brain time internally to process through information. So silence is really good with bringing about clarity. Now that's not to say that when I have silence, I always experience the answer that I'm looking for. But I will say that when I'm in silence, I notice my brain start to shift through and process through information that maybe I hadn't taken time to do. Sometimes that's a little uncomfortable when you first do that, because you feel suddenly like the commotion that used to be outside in your environment now moved up into your head and you're trying to enjoy the silence, but your brain is going 100 miles an hour. And that is normal. And that is because your brain is trying to file away and sort through all those things that you hadn't taken time to do. There's a quote that I really like by a Chinese philosopher called Laozi. Muddy water, let stand, becomes clear. You've got muddy water. It's been stirred up. You let it sit for a little while and all that silt and that dirt, it settles to the bottom of the puddle and suddenly you can see through the water again. Sometimes we just don't let our water stay still. We are constantly stirring up the dirt. And we wonder why we have a hard time seeing through all the circumstances that we're dealing with. It's just because we haven't let them sit still long enough to get clear. Now, I recognized that silence was important early on in my life, and I've practiced mindfulness of various kinds. I've done yoga, I've done meditation, I've regularly taken time in my life to encourage silence. But I started doing a practice a couple of years back, which was different than anything I'd experienced. I started doing what I termed silent retreats. Now, I study theology and philosophy, and something that I've noticed is that historically, in a lot of religious disciplines, the idea of taking a vow of silence is prominent for people who want to go deeper in their enlightenment or in their relationship with God. And so I thought, I want to take the equivalent in modern times of a short vow of silence. And when you have a device in your hand, and you can communicate with people via text or social media, Are you really being silent even when you're not talking? So I challenged myself to get all of that off the table and just have a weekend where there was no communication whatsoever. So what I did was, I planned out my weekend in advance. I booked a place that I knew was going to be secluded, and I told the person that I was booking the place through that I would not be communicating with them while I was staying there. I also went through and I printed a bunch of paper maps because I knew that i depend heavily on my phone for GPS, and if I really wanted to kill all my electronics, I needed to have a way to navigate around. I planned out my weekend so that I would have no interactions with human beings, and I spent three days being silent. Now, I was really excited to do this because I like these sorts of challenges, and for some people that may sound absolutely terrifying, but I like doing new things, so I thought, this is gonna be cool. And when I started on this journey, For the first half a day, I thought, this is incredibly refreshing. I have just needed that, no notifications, nobody coming after me. But as the day moved on, I found it increasingly difficult to maintain that silence, even alone with myself in a room. Naturally, I wanted to fill that silence. I wanted to hum, I wanted to talk. And after about 12 hours of my silent retreat, I was starting to struggle. And by day two, I thought, I'm recognizing how much I must have been distracting myself on a normal day because I can tell how difficult it is for me to maintain this silence. So three days later, I felt like a completely different person. And I encourage you to consider doing an equivalent of that. I'd be interested to know if you do that What is it that you came away with? How did that feel for you? Is it uncomfortable? Is it inspiring? Does it bring clarity for you? Does it foster confusion? Does it make you feel emotional? Because silence really does a lot of things to us. Unfortunately, silence intimidates us. And a lot of us will go to great lengths to avoid silence. We've got to have music in our ears. We're going to be watching something. We need to be talking to someone. And when we find ourselves stranded in silence, it usually feels like a crisis to us. But I think when we intentionally put silence into our life, it really will change your mind. You need it, your body needs it, your mind needs it, and the world is not gonna provide it for you because there's really no advantage to anyone out there, whether it's advertisers or friends who want your attention or bosses who want you to get work done. None of those people are pushing for you to have healthy silence. You're gonna have to fight for it on your own, but when you do, When you do, it will be worth it. I guarantee you, even if it's uncomfortable, it will change your life.